This is another bottle down on Co-op Radio, KOOP Hornsby, Austin, 91.7 FM, and KOOP.org. I'm your host, Mark Rayshap, here to appreciate wines from all over the world and to talk with Austin's leading wine professionals, from winemaker to sommelier and everyone in between. Now it's time to put another bottle down. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Good afternoon, Austin. Uh, This is a a wonderful day. We're going to be here for the next hour, 59 minutes, trying to make uh, raise money for this wonderful radio station. Uh, And this is our special wine on ice edition of Another Bottle Down. You know, we we, uh, take things pretty seriously, but we always try to have a down to earth mentality when we talk about wine. Wine should never be exclusive. It should always be inclusive and uh, and it should just bring people people together and, and do all the good things in life. And so uh, I'm really honored to be joined uh, in the studio by some wonderful guests uh, who have been my guinea pigs and tasting wine all on ice out in the lobby. So we sure know how to have a fun. So uh, let me introduce them. Lisa Sheps from Offstage and On the Air. Wonderful, dynamic Lisa. Welcome. Hey, it's great to have you here. Before you introduce the next person, can I just give the phone number? Yes, please uh, do. Let's do it. It's a 512-472-5667 or or koop.org. We're in the middle of our membership drive. You'll get more details after the introduction. Yeah, we've got uh, wonderful gifts too. We're going to be giving out this hour uh, two tickets to the Austin Wine Experience. And uh, oh, I've just, already won those. Let, let's just go and 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 introduce this right away because okay, these are yeah. these are really really impressive. This event is the first year that it's being held in Austin. It's put on by the Wine and Food Foundation of Texas, and uh, two tickets to the Grand Tasting. It's it's a, a big deal. Big deal. What's the date again? We, we don't do uh, small deals here on another <laughs> bottle down. Uh, it's going to be October first, and that is and from it's an afternoon. It's a Sunday afternoon at the AT and T Conference Center. Wow. And uh, and the grand tasting is just a big deal. There's going to be over 70, 80 wines, and uh, there's going to be a festivities and music. It's just a, a it's going to be a wonderful time. And uh, there's going to be also seminars uh, that are going on concurrent. Uh, again, more information at winefoodfoundation.org, and that's October first. And right. what what are we going to do? So you might ask yourself, well, uh, Mark, how can I get my hands on those tickets? It's pretty easy. All what, you, <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Uh, tell us, Lisa. Uh, all we're going to do is you're going to uh, call the station or on uh, the koop.org, and you are going to give uh, $20 a month as a sustainer here to the uh, radio station. $20 a month puts you in a hat right. for a drawing at uh, a $155. we will pull the names out of the hat. Now, you're also, let's say you're already a sustainer. Let's say you're giving $10 a month already. I'm already a sustainer. What do I do? Well, Mark, I'm glad you asked. You just call that same number and you say, hey, I'd like to up my sustaining membership to Ten to $20 a month. So whatever it is, if you're already 10, you're just adding another 10 bucks a month. Well worth it. Uh, this is a, this is a great, great, um, opportunity for a wonderful thank you gift and to add a little excitement. And that's, uh, that's one of the things that you get here on another bottle down here on KOOP 512-472-5667 or go online KOOP.org. 
wonderful. Don't don't miss an opportunity to snag those tickets to the Austin Wine Experience October 1st. It's going to be, I'll be there. It's going to be an amazing time. Uh, all right. Well, we, we did something pretty off uh, off the radar here and something really fun and, and unique, which is thing which is what we do here on Co-op Radio. We we color outside the lines. We uh, we do weird and wacky things. So uh, just to set the stage, I had I asked some co-op veterans and, and amazing co-op personalities into the studio and uh, and in the lobby because we cannot have liquids here in the studio. In the lobby, we tasted five wines, all trying to determine what the best wine to have on ice is. And this is uh, you know there's a little uh, inspiration by DJ Lippy. Recently did a show Shard on Ice, and so big shout out to Lippy. I know he's listening. Uh, couldn't make it to this one around, but we'll uh. have him next time. Uh, well, I, I'm, it's an honor to welcome you guys into the studio. I hope you had fun out there tasting wines. And we'll talk about what ice does to wine, and we'll talk about some geeky ins and outs. Uh, but uh, Andrew Dickens is, uh, boy, it's such a great honor to have you here. Welcome to the Wine on Ice edition. Yeah, Thank I'm, you, Mark. It's great to be here. And um, Andrew, you, you are such an integral part to the station, uh, leading tech team and, and building the station from, from ground up. Uh, how many times over? So. <laughs> well, there were a lot of people involved with that, but... Yeah, those are definitely some of my uh, fondest uh, co-op memories. And actually, uh, one of the things that I really like about co-op are membership drive times, like now when everybody's in the studio, everybody's working together. We've got food for our volunteers. We've got uh, our friends working the phones. We've got Lisa here uh, giving us uh, all the reasons why you should support community radio here at co-op. We've got envelope stuffers going on right now. It, it, it's it's one of those huge like Amish barn raising moments of a radio station. <laughs> well, you know, Andrew, you and I have talked uh, at length as to what the value of community radio has been in these days. And it's really that community. And, you know, you could do a podcast from your home and uh, but but it's the amazing people that are at the station that makes it worth it and it makes it worth a, your donation money and to support and be a part of that so 512-472-5667 uh, Greg Ciotti from uh, the Austin Artist and, and Rocco and, and the Community Pilot Show such an amazing addition to the co-op airwaves this, uh, this, this round and, and my thanks to you for inviting me and giving me the motivation uh, at least five different motivations to <laughs> prepare, prepare for today's uh, Community Pilot Show it is actually a show based on a suggestion from a listener uh, ben, who uh, said that uh, we should try uh, and uh, play some Yacht Rock. So I am, you know, just my head's full of Yacht Rock stuff right now. <laughs> well, of course, I know what Yacht Rock is. Rock is. Well, I, I don't know if everybody you else You know just does. about everything. But you'll be with me uh, uh, doing some uh, uh, I will be, so I'll learn stuff. all so about y- Yacht you, you will rock. learn some, uh, some extra things. And uh, I, again, thank you for letting me come on and taste some wine. But also, uh, God bless Tech Team. Andrew, I, I'm laying that right at your feet. Well, Greg, thanks for continuing your efforts with the Community Pilot Show because I think it's such an amazing concept. Anybody from the community can contact you and you put them on the air. Completely open format uh, for programmers, volunteers, and listeners. And uh, we have a, a couple of apprentices on this this month uh, doing different stuff. So it's an opportunity to experiment. It's an opportunity to hear from our listeners. Uh, and 
man, I hope you come by because uh, once you get this in your blood, you're going to want to you're going to want to stay on, go through our training, and uh, get a show like Mark has. I mean, what a fantastic Another show! Another down. We, we had no uh, I had no radio experience. Somebody from the community said, "Hey, we could use a wine show on the Austin airwaves. And why don't you give it a whirl?" And then uh, you know, six eight months later, it was there. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, so uh, Andrew, thank you so much. Greg, thank you so much for being here, and the lovely Miss Pearl, thank Yay. you for for open being for here. Business. And Hello. the store is open. Hello. I know you do such an amazing job during membership drive thank in you. pitching and thank telling you. the co-op story. I hope you had a little bit of fun tasting these wines out in the lobby. It was very fun. You did it with a smile on your face <laughs> the entire time. Very very fun. <laughs> I was I was a. Uh, Multitasking. I was sort of answering the, helping out on the phones and, and, and tasting some wine. Is that dangerous? I don't know, but it worked out good for me. So you, you had some great conversations yeah, on the phone, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Semper High Fi. I just, another heads up to tech team. Just great. Absolutely. Great, great tech team. Absolutely. Thanks so much for all you guys do. Well, um, before we get into talking about the wines, uh, I set the stage a little bit. Uh, five wines out in the lobby from white to rosé and maybe a little red in there. Uh, we, our goal was to decide what the best wine on ice was. Um, first of all, though, I'd like to start off. We need to give the number one more time because the phone's not ringing. Yeah, let's, uh, let's uh, get on the phone. 512-472-5667. Go to koop.org. You have two buttons to choose from now. We have a blue button and a green button. Uh, the green button is our new uh, mobile-friendly site. So if you are driving on I-35 and you're in stop-and-go traffic and you're at the stop part of the stop and go traffic. Pull out your iPhone and uh, or any mobile device that you have and go to koop.org. Hit that green button and you can become a member. I want to remind everybody that we are putting a, everybody's name in a hat that comes on uh, as a sustainer at $20 a month or upping their current sustaining gift to $20 a month. And you'll be put in a hat to get two tasting tickets on October 1st, day before my birthday. Uh <laughs> To uh, for the, the grand wine tasting at the Austin Wine Experience at the AT and T Conference Center. So don't don't wait. Uh, we're gonna have a great lineup uh, and and wonderful wines to taste there. Any wine lover would love to snag those tickets. So um, okay, okay, wine on ice. Why, why do this? <laughs> you know, did it? Um, you know, we wanted to just be it's down to outside, earth. It's you know? hot out. You know, I think that so many people think of oh, I'm gonna throw some ice cubes in my wine, and then that's just so bootleg. You know. And, uh, and and we would never do that. What what are your impressions? Before we kind of get into talking about the wines, does anybody uh, have any fond memories of, of having anything wine on ice, Greg? I, well, I, I happened to go back to, all the way to college, uh, and uh, one of my uh, girlfriend's roommates, there were, there were four of them, and I used to have to go up and order the drinks. And uh, she always ordered Manischewitz with 7-Up on the rocks. And it was always a struggle to sound manly right. when you ordered that. And I couldn't imagine tasting it, how sweet <laughs> it must be. But uh, yeah, that, that has kind of put me off ice and wine for life. Okay. Well, the one good thing, you know, the scientific thing that is, if, if we're to insert a little education right here before getting into the nitty gritty, actually you smell wine less when it's at colder temperatures. So, uh, you know, when we did the, the rot gut tasting last membership drive, yeah. you know, Lisa had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> and, and I know some people might still have hangovers. But uh, the, the concept is that if the wine is not the best quality, chill it down really, really far, close to freezing, and you'll hardly be able to smell or taste it. So, so box, box wine on the rocks is your recommendation. Box wine on the rocks. but so Don't diss my box wine. I have like three sitting on my kitchen counter. 
<laughs> Actually, for the record, the official uh, word on boxed wine and, and high-quality wine is that they are completely independent. So you can put a really excellent quality wine in a box. So, and, and in fact, they are getting better and better, which, which is, makes me very happy. As is the canned wine. Uh, we have a local canned wine just coming out now. Right. Oh, the the, the Texas uh, rosé yes. in a can. Um, oh, and, and the Infinite Monkey Theorem yep. does an amazing job. They've been on this show, another bottle down before, uh, and they're doing a great job. So, yeah, we're seeing all these alternative packaging to wine. You know what's funny is I, before work last week, I drank a lot of wine and I got canned. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anybody? The, the, Lisa, this she's is here all week. Yeah, and she's just just firing off. Excellent. We're, we're gonna. We, wow. we need to hear you call, and Lisa will give us some more uh, some more zingers. <laughs> yeah, you'll get some uh, grandfather jokes if you call in five one two four seven two five six. We'll give her another glass of wine on ice. Right. Just keep it coming. <laughs> so, um, well, let, let's maybe talk about these. And and if uh, you're listening out there and wanna, uh, so my guests have tasted these wines on ice completely blind, so they don't know what they are. Uh, they're wrapped in a a very very elegant uh, tin foil <laughs> with a lot of crinkles in it. Uh, but uh, if you wanted to follow along, I posted um, on Facebook the lineup of wine, so you can see what my guests are going to actually be talking about. So Facebook.com/slash Another Bottle Down Radio. Um, Lisa, what did you think about the first one? Was there an order like when we, if we look at the whole thing, was this an, a natural place to start? I think so. Uh, I don't know. I went I went back and forth. I had. Uh, yeah, I say my comment was, and these are technical terms, so I apologize because I do have an education. Didn't hate it, <laughs> okay. kinda okay. <laughs> uh, would drink it after a few vodkas. <laughs> Those were my comments. Technical terms. Yep, of yep. course. I, I am trained. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was just the um, one. Actually, I didn't. I didn't. Well, it was the first one, and that was really was. It did not taste bad to me. It was actually quite. I thought it was kind of tasty. Did you, Did you feel it jarring? I mean, wine wine can be pretty acidic, and and you know, jar. Did it jar you at all? It, it had a little bit of a zing. I'm going to say, and again, I hate to bog people down in, in rhetoric, but it did zing me a little bit. Okay. Uh, you know, that zing, I often use the, the, the terminology zippy zingy uh, as a very technical term, and it, and it conveys that point. It's like firing around in your, in your mouth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, what did you think about wine number one? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what the unique thing about this wine was to me is, uh, you know, when I, when, I, when I first took a sip of it, you know, initially there was this kind of burst of flavor, but then it very quickly, uh, that, that flavor went away. So it's almost like if you have, you know, you, you know, there are certain candies or gums that they just have a little bit of flavor in them and then, then they're gone. So it's kind of the opposite of like the all day, you know, sours or something like that. So I, I think that this might be a very excellent wine if, if you need to eat in a hurry, right? And you want to have a wine paired with your, your meal, but you only have 15 minutes to eat. And so you want to kind of quickly, you know, move on with your palate. It's the opposite but, of slow wine, opposite of slow food. Right? But, but, but just some observations, you know, the, the color was almost totally clear. Uh, the taste wasn't bad. I mean, it was. Yeah. This doesn't I, have to be. This wasn't the rot gut tasting, yeah. folks, for the, for the record. I hope I tried a yeah, little no, bit. No, no, no. <laughs> and, and the thing is, you know, I, I, I don't. Um, I, I don't like sweet things very much. Uh, and this wine was not overly sweet. It wasn't overly acidic. Um, it seemed to be, you know, a, a pleasant wine. Pleasant? Dare we see, say balanced? <laughs> was this from the craft label the, of wines? I would drink it. 
Yeah. So you know, one of the things the the you know that that balance between sweetness and acidity that's always the thing that wines really try to strive for. And um, you know, of course, when the wine just disappears, that's not a, a good thing either on the finish. But you know, hey, uh, I, I love it though. Yeah, but th- that was the odd thing about it. It was it was very decisive at first, and then it was it was like I'm done. Well, if all wines were pleasant, you know, th- I think the world would be a pretty nice place, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Although I, I think I would I would I would opt for outstanding wines and really poor wines as as opposed to all wines just being the same right. and being and being un, and being just pleasant. Well, but of course, what wine I like a lot, you may dislike quite greatly. So this is what, as my mother said, makes horse races. Yes, and and I'm a I'm a firm believer of that, but yeah. I'm also a firm believer that there is you know kind of like fine art. Uh, an objectively high quality standard for for wine, but we can have that debate as we go along. Greg, what do you think? Well, <laughs> making another yacht rock reference, uh, Andrew took a little wind out of my sails uh, because I felt the same way. Uh, I put down three words. Uh, I did like this wine. All right. Okay, and I went so far as to recommend that Rod Moog have a glass of it oh, and excellent. avoid and avoid three others. Okay, uh, but uh, <laughs> we'll get to that later. But the three words I chose were light, fruity, and then icy. Mm. And this is exactly as uh, Andrew described it. You know it, that it, it was on ice, right? Greg? Yeah, well, <laughs> true. But when the last note you get from a wine is the flavor of the ice, it's disappeared. It's gone away. And, and so it probably is good for not fast food particularly, but food you're in a hurry to drink because uh, you don't want to take everything with you right. flavor-wise. But, I, I feel, but again, I drink it too. Okay. I, I feel really validated as a wine critic now. I, I, I think you so. can get a job. Now, we're just <laughs> sucking up to the tech team here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think tech team love is over now. No, I'm kidding. It's never over. I, I do need to, we need to have like an official certification of another bottle down, right? How, how well you are pointing out flavors and like wine on ice. Like a merit badge. Yeah. Could you give us merit badges? <laughs> That's right. Well, we need to, I would love to give somebody a merit badge, who, somebody who called in to support the station. To, how, how would they call in? 512-472-5667. 512-472-KOOP. We're giving away tickets to the grand tasting of the Austin Wine Experience. And we're having so much fun. Yeah. And if you have tiny, nimble fingers, you can use that app on a smartphone. Absolutely, yeah. You can, absolutely. Is it the green or the, the, the blue yeah, button? That's the the, it's the green button, for okay. the, uh, and you don't need tiny, nimble fingers. You could do it. You big, just have to pig. be younger than Greg. Can you, you do, can you do voice commands, just yell at it till it does what it wants? <laughs> but you know what? You, and I just want to take a moment to say that you know, we, we come here, we listen to uh, our radio station. We come out here, Mark throws and puts his blood, sweat, and soul and tears into this show. A lot of good work here and a lot of other shows here. You listen to this show every week. Uh, you may not have become a member of the radio station yet, and this would be your opportunity to do it. This is not only a great time to do it, you're having fun listening to us talk about these wines, because we're all experts. Right. Uh, so that's the kind of radio you get here at Co-op. So why don't you stop what you're doing, pick up the phone, dial 512-472-5667, come in at a sustaining level of $20 a month, and not only do you get put your, your name put in a hat for these lovely wine tasting tickets, uh, uh, tasting tickets, that's right, I said that right. You also get a tote bag that you can take with you to put all your purchases in. All of your wine purchases. Yes. And, and and when I see those tote bags around town, I'm going to really give mad props to everybody with tote bags because we know that you've you know come out at a really, really good level to be supporting the station or you've upped your, your sustainership. Uh, it would be really, really great to see tons of tote bags. Now, Mark, you know that Miss Pearl has a, a policy 
Yes, she does. She I do. hugs this is, any this is, t-shirt, any co-op t-shirt she sees. And so we want to know, we got you on the air now, what happens <laughs> when you come across a tote bag? Oh. If you're in the store, especially, I will say this. If you're in the store and you're filling up a co-op tote bag, I'll carry it to your car for you. There you go. All wow. right. <laughs> you throw in a free can of tuna? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carry your hug you and carry your groceries to the car. How do you love like that? that? It's so love much that. fun I to have you guys. I'm going to be your next customer. I know. <laughs> no, Pearl, what did you? What I, already did you tra- I already tested it out. I put did the strap you? over my shoulder. I'm capable. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> All right. You can Excellent. get a lot of produce in that bag, or or wine, whichever you what, prefer. Whichever you prefer. What anyway. do you think of wine number one? You know, I I kind of agree with these guys about that the the taste at the beginning. But I was like, I don't drink a ton of white wine, so hardly ever. But I was like, citrus, citrus. Right. Um, And I thought it was a little bit, it wasn't really plain, but it was like, I guess what they said. Yeah. You know, it didn't have a lot of complexity, but I definitely had the citrus in there. It was, it was could, nice. It was refreshing. Right. How, did, refreshing. Could, I don't know if the ice go, made it refreshing, but it was very refreshing. Could you go one step further and, and, and what kind of citrus did you get? You know, that's what, when, when, when I teach wine tasting, that's always one of the things that we try to, you know, if you use an adjective like good, there's always a better adjective, right? Mm-hmm, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so it's like with each descriptor, you almost think, okay, how do I get more specific? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm putting you on the spot here. No, no, citrus it's is fine. a great that's, that's a, great a term. that's a good uh, thing to think about, actually. Yeah. Sometimes you just that's why you're a professional because sometimes you just need a nudge of it, what what sends you into being able to uh, talk about a, a wine, any wine, right? It, allowing education, folks, allowing folks yeah. to come up with a vocabulary is yeah. the most difficult thing. And and why have a vocabulary? It's all to communicate so that we can kind of describe things. And it's not always. I always make sure to make this reinforced over and over again that it's to have better enjoyment. The more we can talk about wine, the more we enjoy it instead of uh, talking down to people etc it was a light citrus i mean i wouldn't say it was like you know and it wasn't tangy like a lemon it was more you know like more of an orange but it yeah. taste like an orange well, but that's something great. around those lines okay yeah. perfect i love yeah. it. Okay. it it could inspire me uh in fact i said fruity uh but to me it was apple Oh, I, okay. I, tasted, okay. I tasted the such apple. Yeah, and so if we if we talk apples, you know, you've got a the, little the, the green apple yeah, yeah, as the opposed green. to a Macintosh yeah, exactly. or, or red skinned apple, you have a little bit more acidity, a little bit more fresh, yeah. a little bit more tartness. Yes. I think we're learning something here. Or zing. I'm learning like something, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, well, well, great. Well, let's talk. Uh, shall we move on to wine number two? They were pretty different. If right? we intend to get done today. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's 40 minutes left to, get, to give us a call and, and, and support co op. At 512-472-5667. 512-472-5667. I'll say it slower. Slower. So people can, can actually take the time to. And, and one less six. To pick up the phone and dial. Because my, I have a I have a rotary phone at home. Yeah, you know, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to help on the under the eternal night, and it's a five six 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 seven. So oh, just the, <laughs> there you go. All right. I, you know, you talked about wine at the beginning, saying you wanted it to be uh, accessible. You know, because people often use the word wine snobs or this or that, and you, your mission is to make it more accessible to everybody and and the education about wine more accessible and the beauty of co-op is we are like 100 percent accessible i mean you can drop by the station you can call us you can actually get a programmer on the phone nine times out of ten um you can get involved in co-op so the accessibility of this community resource is really unbelievable yeah i I do a happy dance when the phone rings when that white light comes on yeah (laughs) i'll I'll tell you one thing uh you make it very easy uh to uh 
to enjoy and less intimidating to actually try and talk about wine. And I think that's, uh, again, part of what uh, KOP tries to do across their schedule. Very He's officially not a wine snob. He is not. <laughs> <laughs> the anti-snob. I mean, it's, it, life's too short to be snobby, right? That's right. You know? That's and right. and you got to support the, the, the good things in life and, and you know, drink nice wine and, and enjoy it with, with your family and friends and, and savor those moments. I'm savoring this moment, being in the studio with all you guys, these uh, amazing co-op uh, personalities here. Family and friends, yeah. our friends and family. I like to think of the co-op group here as family. And we are we are a, uh, a, a wonderful group of people. And as Andrew said earlier, uh, it's great during membership drive to see people we don't normally get to see and be around people that we don't normally get to be around. Uh, and we celebrate our community, just as uh, our listeners should be celebrating uh, the community of Texas, the community of uh, Austin and giving us a call at 512-472-5667. Become a sustaining member here at the radio station, $20 a month. we, uh, we need your help, we want your help, and we want you to be a member of our family. Let's do it, yeah. Let's hear those phones ring, folks. Uh, all right, wine number two. Uh, what, did, what did we think? Andrew, you want to start us off? Sure. Um, so, so first of all, you know, I, I do want to say, Mark, you know, one of the things that I've, I've realized through this activity is how hard it is to describe flavor, right? It is, yeah. And a lot of the things that uh, you, know, you, you went back to talking about making wine accessible, making learning about wine accessible, uh, you know, you think about, you know, how hard it must be to describe a taste for something like, uh, say, a cola to somebody who's never had a cola, right? And it's the same problem. And so a lot of those things that, you know, I, I think maybe maybe people mock, you know, some wine commentators about, you know, once you've been through the experience, you, you completely understand, you know, how, how difficult it is to describe a taste. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and like you were saying, you know, it, with all wines, it's not just the wine itself, but what context are you drinking it in? Are you having it with friends or are you by yourself with a nice dinner? Or is it your anniversary? Something like that. So I, it clearly goes into enjoying the whole experience. So the, the notes that I had on the second uh, wine were to me, this one was much more citrusy than the first one. Okay. And uh, I tried to pin down based on your advice, you know, what type of citrus it was. And the only thing that I could come up with is, you know, when you smell somebody who's wearing a perfume that has kind of a citrusy scent, but you can't quite identify what the citrus is, but you're like, this smells like a citrusy perfume. That's kind of how it smelled to me. Uh, It was a lot more... Uh, tart. Okay. Than the first. Uh, first Can I stop you for a moment? When, when sure. we say perfume, what's really interesting is that in wine speak, the perfume almost uh, almost presupposes uh, some sort of floral component. So so I, I always love helping people that in that in that process. And so when you when you say perfume, I start thinking, well, uh, maybe there was like a little rose in combination with that citrus or like a little violet or a little uh, orange blossom. Uh, rose, orange blossom, violets, and geraniums are the most foremost common aromas, uh, flower aromas found in wine. Yeah. I, 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 lost, I had you lost your, lose your train of thought here, I think. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much all I had. But yeah, it, it was interesting. It was a little hard to pin it down. Okay, good, good. Greg, what'd you think? Well, uh, I started out, uh, again, not an unpalatable wine, uh, a nope. wine, uh, a glass of wine I would finish and perhaps look to the bottle for another one, another glass. Uh, but I described it as powerful ice notes overshadowing a, <laughs> <laughs> o- overshadowing a sousson of fruit. A sousson of fruit. Well, you know, you guys were talking about vocabulary. Right, I can't wow. spell it, but I can say it. 
But yeah, it, it, it's funny. I tasted ice first and then a little bit of fruit. And by that time, I was pouring it back in the spit bottle. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> did, you, did you drink an ice cube first? Is that why? You know, it could have been. It could have been. I don't know. But again, not, you know, uh, so far, two out of two, uh, the best wines I've tasted in three years of this, this of show. Of this radio show. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> no, well, the tasting shows. Right, right, right. Um, actually, next week, we're going to be tasting some really, really fine and nice Texas wines. I'll be um, here. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, wonderful. And Pearl, I'd love your, your thoughts on this. You're, you're smiling again. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I think me and Andrew have similar taste buds because I felt the same. It was the citrus, but it was like more, more floral, definitely, which uh, for me, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that I liked it as much as the first one. Okay. Um, but I, it was, I don't know. It was plainer. Doesn't, didn't have as much uh, going on for yeah, it. Yeah. M- I don't know. M- m- but, and and why- you said the first one didn't really stay around, but I thought it stayed around more than the second one did for me. Yeah. Um, in, in wine speak, we call that uh, linear or one dimensional, which is kind yeah, of a, maybe a, that's a, pr- a pretty big was, insult. But, but. <laughs> Oh, it is. <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> well, sure. You, you know, want it to be more complex. You're right. Yeah. The, abs- the, yeah. the opposite and of maybe complex. It, maybe it has something to do with the eyes, you know, changing it. Sure. I the, I mean, the ice, I, I was very careful to, so this is non chlorine Chlorinated ice, uh, we should say. Wow. I can tell. I appreciate the care that you put into this. Right. Yeah. There, were, there, were no notes, there were no notes of chemical. Yeah, there were no notes of chemical at all. I, I, and I, I thought we were going to wait till the end to, to talk about the ice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know, they, they used to use chlorine-based products to clean wineries, and they stopped doing that because it, it really uh, kills, kills... I've never kills been more impressed than I, I am right, right. now. <laughs> hey, I, I've got, uh, just got word from Murph Wilcott at Texas French Bread, who says that um, Texas French Bread, they, they were just uh, uh, give it, being a food, food donor, and he just... Uh, Sunday uh, he evening. He told me, the Sunday evening... Unbelievable. Unbelievable uh, sandwiches and whatnot. Wonderful, And wonderful. he just uh, told me he's, um, he's going with a, um, a business membership to support the show. Oh, all right. Oh, good, thank you. So huge thanks to Murph there. Not only is he uh, doing food to sustain all of our our members, and uh, he's he's uh, he's really making that dive and supporting the station in a deeper way. And I could do a bread tasting show on, on that bread. It's that <laughs> well, good. While we're while we're taking a moment to thank people, I'd like to take a moment to uh, thank a new sustaining member, yeah. uh, Brian <clears throat> Brian Griffith. First time donor here on the show, so Thank that's you, great. Thank you, Brian. Wow, picking up the tote bag, the 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 T-shirt. Uh, we're getting putting him in. I wonder uh, if he can get the rest of the Family Guy family to come in too. So um, wonderful. Well, uh, hey, we need to take a short break. Any any uh, final? Oh, well, Lisa, do, do you want to comment on wine number two? Do you want two? me to do it now or after the break? Let's take a break. Take a break. Let everybody being held in suspense uh, hear these wonderful announcements. uh, And we will be right back talking about more about wine on ice and and the complexities of describing and loving wine. (laughs) Membership Drive, give us a call, 512-472-5667. Support for co-op comes from Link and Pin Gallery an artist-led space that offers a community and environment to discover local art. The gallery is located at 2235 East 6th Street, Suite 102. More information is available at linkpinart.com.
People's Republic of Austin is a show for the working class of Central Texas. Join me, Brian, for discussions with organizers fighting for the rights of the oppressed and marginalized. We cover the struggle for workers' rights and power for the people. We cover real news from real perspectives as reported by the people most involved in struggles for social and economic justice. We also feature live music and talks on culture from underrepresented Austin artists. Join us in the fight with People's Republic of Austin every Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. on KOOP. And you can also check us out online at facebook.com slash peoplesradioaustin, where you can find past episodes, extended interviews, and news about Central Texas. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. Sorry, guys, I had to do that. We uh, need Lippy in here. Oh, no, no. A- a- actually, Chris Harris from uh, Hip Hop Hooray. Hip Hop Hooray is out there yep. bouncing he, his head now. He did. He weighed, you know, and he weighed in on the wines. It was great. It was great to have Chris Harris uh, also in the studio. Uh, uh, stuffing, stuffing envelopes. Stuffing envelopes, yeah. doing all the, the little tasks that need to be done here at Co-op. And uh, and I think he, he's going to weigh in, uh, or he at least told me, whispered in my ear, which was his favorite wine on ice. Well, it's an, it's an all-star group here. Not only do we have him, but back there answering the phones, Paul Borelli. Dave Barber and Danya, we're all back there waiting for your call. So you're going to get some wonderful rock star co-op uh, programmers there answering your call when you dial 512-472-5667. Uh, and come on, uh, be like uh, Brian Griffith and be a sustainer here. Become Coming a sustainer. $20 a month. If, if you're a business member, you can do like Murph Wilcott at Texas French Bread. Uh, he became a business member. Uh, it's wonderful. Uh, this is another bottle down on Co-op Radio, uh, K-O-O-P-H-D-1-H-D-3 Hornsby, and we are uh, celebrating membership drive because we're not yes. just asking for money. We're celebrating each other, and that's the mission of Co-op and amongst so many other missions. Um, I'm joined uh, live in the studio, Lisa Sheps from Offstage and on the Air, Andrew Dickens, um, longtime Co-op tech team and uh, and ATX Live host. And uh, board chair. And board chair. Hair. And he wears a cape. He's always <laughs> he's a superhero around here. That's just for fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Chiotti and and Miss Pearl from Pearl's Animal Store. So um, um, and undercover Greg is going to be with us uh, most of the rest of the afternoon with uh, the community pilot show and all kinds of other things. It's stuff. Stuff. There's stuff ahead. Yes. <laughs> there we go. With the technical terms again. Yeah. Okay, we've been we've been tasting wine on ice in in our pursuit to find the best wine to have on ice. We need to hear number two. Right. Uh, we, we no, okay, well, Let's mine, wrap up number two. I I, I will say that I, I differ from uh, many of you guys in that I wasn't crazy about this wine. I said uh, I wrote sweet yet not sickeningly so, uh, but I found mm. it thin. I didn't find I didn't get the the zing that you guys were, and I find that interesting because it's a, I have a completely different experience 
than the rest of you. You might have had line. one more ice cube <laughs> than the rest of them. I might have. Well, you know, it's interesting. Sweetness can come from a few different uh, areas in wine. And, and this is something that a lot of people don't realize. It can come from, well, first of all, grapes are very sweet. And then as it ferments, if it doesn't ferment totally dry, you're going to let be left over with some residual sugar, some sweetness. You can also get sweetness from a barrel. So barrels actually lend uh, un. Uh, uh-huh. fermentable carbohydrates that give a sweet perception. So that, that idea of a very oaky, buttery Chardonnay uh, might being a little bit more comfort food, might having a little sweetness. It's actually, you're getting some of that sweetness from the barrel. So I don't know what's going on with this wine, but I, I, I'm actually with you on Well, on it might be that I that I tried it right, right after one. I, there wasn't much of a lag time between the two. So the one was uh, I think much more acidic and a little drier. Hands and, down, yeah. And and then that one just hit me. It, like I said, it wasn't really, really sweet, but I did I did see between the two a much sweeter wine. You didn't cleanse your palate with the champagne sorbet? I cleansed my palate <laughs> with the pizza sorbet. Okay. <laughs> right. The ABGB pizza sorbet. Yes. Which, uh, talk about sustaining us. That's right. <laughs> Amazing pizzas. Thank you, ABGB, for, for, for sustaining us during the membership drive. Andrew, was, uh, uh, who wants to kick us off with wine number three? Now, we were getting into a little... Greg, you, well, you had some... What, what was this? Now, it was a different color, right? That, well, that's... yeah. I, I, I have uh, enough of a wine background to know that that was a rosé. Okay. Uh, and, and, and I will admit, um, a month or so ago, you had uh, five or six rosés in here. We were doing a rosé tasting, and, and yeah. I, and I said something snarky, perhaps, about <laughs> rosé. And then I tasted them all at the insistence of the winemaker. And I was very impressed, very impressed by all of them. They were very, very good, mm. and I enjoyed them very much. And uh, so I, I keep an open mind. Uh, but this rosé, and, and I find in rosé, there's in, in Germany, there's one single rosé off the Bundesstarts of Fürzehn. And uh, it comes out once a year, and it's got bubbles in it because it's uh, like a Neuwein. But it's... You know, it's something you you wash down something with. This right, is right. the impression I have of rosé, and this one qualified uh, completely. I, I just said that uh, it was a rosé that improved with the ice. Uh, okay, yes. I guess uh, being watered down and going it's, colder, so it, it went down quicker. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> okay, great, Pearl. What do you think? Uh, what, what was your impressions of this one? I had floral again written down. Okay. Um, you might be very super in tune with the with the floral components of wine because that it, it's all based on our experiences. So the, is you know, that per- perfume thing going perfumes on? as a, as a, as a as a you know and and women because as a as as younger uh, girls they they have an, more of an attunement to you know perfumes and all that kind of stuff. So typically uh, people are more you know women are better at picking out those floral notes. And I'm, I have no experience with rosé, really, at all. I just, it's pink, you know, I know right. that. But, uh, you know, if you had, if I didn't see that it was pink, I might have thought it was a white yeah. wine, just because I don't drink much white or pink wine, but it, it, I thought that too. That's all I wrote down, just floral and could have been white. But okay, yeah. I mean, that's, it's very hard. Rosé is, if we were doing this triple blind where you wouldn't even be able to see it, mm-hmm. uh, then people are fooled by rosé. Sometimes it can lend to the, the white and sometimes people can confuse it for red, actually. So very cool. Um, what, what, so... What about... Did Andrew give in? Did Andrew weigh in did, on oh the no, third? no, yeah. Greg started out. Andrew, what your your third impressions? So you know the the main word that I had for number three was was balanced. It okay. actually seemed like a very balanced wine to me. It, it didn't seem uh, too acidic. It didn't seem like it had any um, 
you know, strong, out of balance sweetness or, or, you know, is any unusual flavors. It just seemed like it was kind of a nice, refreshing, balanced wine. And, you know, to, to kind of go with the Greg's comments, you had actually, it seemed like something that you would drink with ice is kind of like a nice, refreshing. Absolutely. Refreshing would be the word I'd use for it. Okay. So we we might be getting a a top contender for our top wine on ice, maybe. And rosé is the rage on uh, uh, being put into a margarita machine and actually being frozen. And uh, people right now are calling it frosé and it's the rage this year. Can you get them at (laughs) (laughs) 7-Eleven? I was at Top Golf and recently, and, and I saw Frosé uh, was a big thing. <laughs> Lisa, what do you think on, on the Rosé one? Wasn't crazy about the Rosé. I just said it was pink tasting. Okay. <laughs> that was my entire comment. I said it was white tasting. <laughs> That's you, funny. There you go. I know you were out of the room for I was that. out of the room. I was, a, I was testing on our phones, 512-472-5667. I, I think it's amazing how we all have such different perceptions of the same wine. I think that's really fantastic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A remarkable consensus. The, you know, the, the one consensus I think we're having is that we're having fun, uh, and which, is, which is what we try and do here. We try and have mix a little bit of education along with uh, a whole lot of fun and getting to know the stories of people. Uh, I had an Oregon winemaker on the show not too long ago who talked about balance. The way he described balance in wine was that there's no rough elbows. So he likes all, uh, you know, all smooth elbows <laughs> or no elbows sticking out, not ju- you know, ju- akimbo. <laughs> No elbows akimbo. Okay, we we gotta we gotta hear that phone number again. Yeah, we do. We uh we need you to call. We need you to stop what you're doing. Please sit and call us five one. You don't have to sit. You could stand. Five one two four seven two five six six seven. That's four seven two K O O P. That like for those of you that like letters, you can do it online at koop.org. You've got a choice of green or blue buttons. Yeah, you could be jogging while you could you, be jogging. You're on the co-op webpage and 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 donate. Super easy on the mobile devices nowadays. You know the one thing I love about this community radio station and community radio stations in general is you know there is nobody telling the programmers here what they play or what they put on the air uh, as long as we stay within the guidelines we can do whatever we want and that makes for unique incredible educational programming that you don't get anywhere else in the city really yeah i want to sit on that uh for a moment as we were getting ready for membership drive we were uh talking about and and hearing from some of our our music djs as to how much effort they put in they're not just playing top hits where all of the fcc violations are removed they're actually going through each and every week, every single song, and maybe bleeping it and creating their own FCC uh, um, okay version. And then the amount of vinyl that we have played in this station, no other station plays the amount of vinyl that the station does. And so big, big props go out to our music, our, all of our DJs that do an amazing job each and every week bringing unique music. It's pretty incredible. We have 100 plus programmers here at the radio station. We're all volunteers. We all give of our time. Uh, we all can contribute to the community that is K-op, co-op. Or you know what? I will do this just for now. I I, I have a a big pet peeve of people that call our radio station Coop. But in honor of those people that insist upon calling it Coop, please, if you want to support Coop and become a member of Coop, (laughs) please dial 512-472-5667. Go online to coop.org. And make a donation of any kind. Hit the green or the blue button. I, 
I tell you, I have this conversation quite often with people in the theater community. Uh, but we, we, don't, we do not discriminate. You want to call us Coop, call us Coop, give us money. 512-472-5667. Right. Hey, Lisa, why, why is it called co-op? Why is it called co-op? Yeah. Is this a test? <laughs> <laughs> it's well, not supposed to be a we test. We are a cooperative radio station. Yay! Uh, we are the only co- cooperative radio station in the continental United States. Right. There is another one uh, in Canada that is COOP. <laughs> but it's, so, that's why we call it yes. co-op because it's cooperatively run. Right, and, and we do just FYI everything. Yes, Volunteers do everything. Yeah. They clean yeah. the station. They fix all the equipment. And I, I was uh, hearing from another station, and they were like, "You know, you know, you have a tech person on staff or whatever." And the, and no, not even for no, the website. And Andrew certainly knows firsthand how much how much time it requires to keep all of this equipment up to date and perfectly running and that's all volunteer run and then if a part breaks we rely on the funds that the community has provided us you by the community we mean you the Mm -hmm. listener 92 percent right 92 percent of our funds come from our listeners i was thinking that uh we're we're alone you know you got to think of the idea the concept uh, do the research, uh, prepare, produce, and then engineer your own show. So when someone comes in with a note, it's usually, you did something stupid. <laughs> it's not, it's not a, a news I have flash. a stack of those notes <laughs> yeah. three feet high. Yeah. What is it? I look for raised eyebrows coming from the office across the way. But it's, yeah. it's, it's done with a smile and... and uh, we're always know, learning. We're, we're always, always learning. learning. Yeah. It, yeah. Final, final uh, yeah, just want to get want to get that phone number out there one last time. 512-472-5667. Remember, for a sustaining pledge of $20 a month, you uh, will get a tote bag and you will get uh, put into a bag of names to uh, get the tastings for the grand tasting at the AT&T Center for the Austin Wine, Wine. Experience. experience yeah the austin wine experience what kind of tastings are going to be going on there just it, all kinds it's, it's like a band yeah so i mean a grand right, tasting does, pretty much it? covers it all <laughs> the, the, there's gonna there's gonna be some music there's gonna be some jazz um and then there's going to be uh you know tables that are full of wine and you can sample and and learn from the people behind the tables and then there's actually um breakout seminars that are taught by some of our uh, sommeliers in town um i'm not uh sp- Speaking, but I'm kind of uh, involved in in organizing some some speakers, and so you can learn about French wine and food, or you can learn about champagne versus uh, all sparkling wine. Uh, so those are seminars that are going on alongside this grand tasting. It's a, it's a, a remarkable idea concept, and uh, it should be very cool. I'll make another reference to Yacht Rock. I imagine that the music will be smooth. <laughs> That's three for the, those the, of you the, counting. The, the, the music will be smooth. Smooth, no, yeah, no rough elbows. No yeah. rough elbows there. Not going to rock the boat. <laughs> Not going to rock the boat. That's right. Well, 512-472-5667. We've got about 10 minutes before we draw uh, those tickets. So, um, so give us a call, 512-472-5667. We, we've got, um, we got to put the, the, gas, the foot on the gas pedal a little bit here. Yes. Because we've got to do the reveal. We've got to do the drawing. Oh. Um, we, we have to kind of... Uh, I have a, a zinger question for y'all towards the end. <laughs> uh, what do we think of wine number four? Totally different, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. So yeah. The unusual, From another planet. Yeah, the unusual word that I had for number four was sticky. Sticky? <laughs> I don't think that applies to any any review. Actually, good on any review. Actually, you know, it's the the um, there is if you want to sound really cool about wine to a a very in group, 
certain dessert wines that the the jargon, the slang, the the hip way to to describe them is is the stickies. So oh, a, really? a port, a port, port, sauterne, or sauterne, to, yeah. tokai. But all this was dessert. not one of those. Andrew, no, it was Andrew, not. Andrew, you're moving towards a, a new profession. I mean, <laughs> Actually, look at you. Look how cool well, you the, really the, are. The reason I said it was right. It's very sweet. You know, I mean, you've already you've already told us that it was a dessert wine, right? right? But, and uh, it had had a, a, an aftertaste. For me, right, and so it it just kind of felt kind of like you know like I don't know like reduced sugar or molasses or something like that. You know, it had had kind of that quality to it. Yeah, yeah. And then you, some people were mentioning it may might have uh, had a little bit higher alcohol too, right? Did anybody get that? That's what Beverly no. said. I may try it again. Though. Beverly, the uh, executive, right, director. executive executive director of mm-hmm. the station, was in enjoying. And she should know alcohol content. <laughs> <laughs> that was on, it was on her resume when we picked her. <laughs> Sorry. I'm kidding, Beverly. Well, you know, um, that was her comment, though, that it tasted like it, liquor almost. It, it did taste, and, and there's a reason for that. Let's go on. Greg, what do you think? Okay. Um, I, this, this goes to my least favorite area of, of wine. Okay. And, and, and I, I think sticky was a really good term uh, to describe it because it is that sweet. Yeah. Uh, but I described it as an unremarkable sherry on the rocks. Okay, interesting. There you go. And if you wanted to see the, a picture of the wines, you can go to facebook.com slash another bottle down radio and you can see my guests do not know what the wines uh, were. We were tasting blind. And, um, and so you can, this is a little dramatic irony here, perhaps. <laughs> Pearl, what do, you, what do you think? Well, this is probably just a, a Pearl thing to say, but what I, the word I wrote down was honeysuckle. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally true. Yeah, that, that's that is gr- just what I wrote down. <laughs> it's a great description. I totally got honeysuckle. You yeah. did? Oh, oh yeah, my absolutely. Gosh. That, that's no, like right the, on. It's just like that's what came to me was, oh my god, this is honeysuckle. From right when on. I used to pick the honeysuckle. Oh yeah, off you pick them when I was yeah. a kid and pluck you know, the stem and out. Yeah. 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 Oh, wonderful. <laughs> uh, Lisa, what'd you think? And for me, before I say what I thought about this wine, I did have to. I, I'm not a big fan of sweet wines, but when you have a high quality, I taste some really good high quality sauternes, and I'm a big Big fan of uh, vintage ports. 1974 Dallas right. Port is excellent, and these are really, really sweet wines. This one, on the other hand, I described it as too sweet uh, with subtle hints of yuck. Ooh. <laughs> oh, ouch! Ouch! I did not like that wine. It was a now, pretty color. Now you bring up a good you bring up a good point though, Lisa. Um, I recently had the the, the good luck uh, to take uh, the uh, sommelier I introduced to you, uh, Maura, yes. uh, and she introduced me to a port with a uh, flourless chocolate dessert, and mm. she said, "Keep the cake in your mouth and yep, put the, right. the port in." And it was really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, port in the right situation. Now, I, I don't want you to think it's disgusting just because it's sweet, just like what Lisa was saying. A right. lot of people have this prejudice against sweet wine. And if you taste which, any sweetness. Which is something I, yeah, and then, I um, would confess to. But, um, hey, we, can, we need to take a short break uh, before we wrap this up. We'll, we'll, we have one more wine to go. Then we have the reveal. We have the drawing for the Austin wine experience. We've, we've had great response so far. So 512-472-5667. We're going to hear some announcements. And be right back with this uh, motley crew of programmers and co-op personalities. So stay tuned. Thank you so much, all, everybody out there in Austin, for being with us. My name is Mark Rayshap. This is Another Bottle Down on Co-op Radio. Support comes from RK Audiology, comprehensive hearing services for the Austin community, specializing in high-tech solutions for hearing loss, including made-for-iPhone and 24-7 devices, offering custom-fit earplugs for music, sports, and sleep. 
RK Audiology is located at 2003 South Lamar at West Mary Street. Online scheduling available at earloveaustin.com. All right.、Um, wonderful. So,、uh, you know, only short announcements、uh, for our underwriters, a huge and important part of the station, like minded、uh, businesses in the, in the in local businesses in the Austin area.、Uh, really, really happy to have Texas French Bread come on as,、uh, as a business member in support of this show. Um, and, and excellent. Do your part to support community radio. If we have not heard from you, Uh, why not?、Uh, this is such a great, great station. Be a part of it.、Uh, let us know your, 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 all of your loves and your favorite music and,、uh, and have that open dialogue. And the fir- it start- first starts with、uh, calling 512 472 five, 5667. And you have four more minutes to get in on this lovely drawing for the、uh, wine tasting at the Texas Wine Experience on October 1st. The Austin Wine Experience. And the Austin Wine Experience. That's how good this is. It's got two <laughs> names.、Um, <laughs> please, 512 472 5667. You now have. Four minutes to call in, be part of this incredible family that we call Co op. Okay, we got、uh, three minutes maybe to talk about the fifth and final wine.、Uh, Pearl, you want to you start us off? I love red wine.、Uh, I mean, that's you know, the, the wine I usually drink.、Um, it would have been better without the ice. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I mean, that's I, what we're learning here.、Right? There, I mean, it had a good fragrance. I, I liked the color. I could not identify the fruit. I almost wanted to say strawberry, but I, don't, I just don't think that's quite right. But it, it was、uh, definitely、yeah. fruity, but it just. A berry、um, fruit. So, the, wh- wh- where I kind of coach people is、uh, berry fruit, or is it、uh, tree fruit, or, you know, like plum, or stone fruit with the pits? Well, I, I, yeah, I, black cherry. Hmm, black, black cherry, cherry comes to mind a versus a blackberry.、Okay, yeah, I said, I said、okay. cherry as well. Yeah, yeah t- black cherry、right. would have been where I'd go. I,、okay. I love the black cherry call. Excellent.、Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can、uh, you can get、concur. behind that? Sure, I can. Yes, <laughs>、okay. definitely. Definitely. I'm like, what is the fruit? Greg, you want to you continue on wine well, number five? Well, again,、uh, wind out of my sails. I said it was rich, dry, and somewhat denigrated by the ice.、Uh, and I recommended、uh, to Rod Moog that he try it without the ice. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he, he can did. do that.、Yeah. He did, and he gave it a.、Yeah. Uh, so uh, it, it's drinkable.、Uh, again, I think the appeal of this wine in particular is. Will you because, let me taste it without the ice?、Uh, absolutely. But you know, I'm the same way.、Uh, dry reds.、Uh, give me a Chianti in a in a straw bottle with no label that has. You that know, is dust called, come, when you pop it, dust comes out, that, that and I'm happy. Straw、uh, cradle is called the Fiasco. Well, that's I'm in. I'm in that, that's my radio program.、Uh, But the, the, the idea is, I, I think I was so <laughs> unattracted to the previous wine that this wine tasted much better. You were in shell shock. Yeah, this <laughs> wine tasted much better and it kind of washed the、uh, flavor of that uh, uh, number four out of my mouth.、Uh, yeah. But again, it is a wine that I would probably、uh, drink without, without hesitation. Cool. Andrew? Yeah. So,、uh, you know, a, a couple of years back,、uh, I had a friend who was working in Barcelona and I, I went over there and, you know, hung out with him for a while. And, One of the things that、uh, people did there, kind of as an inexpensive drink, is they would take like a one euro box of wine and some, some Coke and they would mix it together and it'd kind of be like this cherry Coke ish, like a thing.、Yeah. Pearl, man, you're impressing and, me. That was, my it's called goodness. Calimocho, yeah. <laughs> and 
this is the perfect wine for that. It, it tasted kind of cherry, like, like we talked about. Headed if, for sangria. If we get, if we exactly. get another call in exactly. the last, I, I will sing the Calimocho song. There's, there's a song, uh, and Even I will Jill sing song. it if we, get, uh, if we get somebody to call. And that's a great reason to dial 512-472-5667. You never get to hear Mark Reshep sing. Not enough. Oh I tell you that. Yeah. And, I, and I'm happy to do it to support co-op. <laughs> I'll, I'll play it on I've got Elon oh, Jewel doing a song called Kali Mojo I'll play it on Friday if you want okay yeah. let's do it yeah <laughs> let's do it. and we don't forget here at Cobb we, we do, we, not, we do forget. not forget to thank mm-hmm. folks and uh, we want to thank you 512-472-5667 uh, are we ready for we've got about five minutes left are, are we ready let's for do the, the reveal so let's do the reveal and then we'll do the drawing what do you think about the red Did yeah you? Uh, what's Lisa hey, you know I didn't I didn't add oh, a lot to, okay. it, to what you guys okay. said I said it was dry and I would taste it and I Absolutely agree. I did have a note. My note specifically said, shouldn't use ice. Okay. Shouldn't there use ice. Go. Should okay. not use ice. That's that. as close to the consensus we've gotten all day. Yeah. Okay. So can I get, I'll give some broad brushstrokes as to what wines I think would do really well on ice. First of all, uh, tannin and that dry factor, not going to be good. So actually the, the, the ice will, then the cool temperatures will really just bring out that astringency and not a good thing. You do want uh, some sweetness would actually uh, be a little bit better in this situation and a, and a bright acidity. And I think that that's yeah. what we were talking about. So uh, wine number one was a Sauvignon Blanc from Chile. So Yummy. it fits that category of, uh, of bright acidity. Um, and and a nice fruit quality. I love Mark, the citrus. Mark, would just chilling the wine. I know that white wines are usually pre-chilled uh, instead of the ice. Right. Do the same thing. That that is what is more recommended. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just want to make that clear. Right, we Slightly less among, watered down among that way. professionals. Oh, right, okay. Right, yeah. Right. Do not try this at home. Right. Right. <laughs> we, um, right. We, we should. Uh, but you know, I think the ice looks so cool in the glass. You know, the, the I'm not sweat, to the it. sweat coming down right. the outside of the glass. <laughs> Very romantic. Okay. Sophisticated. Wine number two was a, a Chardonnay from California, and that was the kind of that little bit more texture, a little bit sweeter characteristic uh, to it from the oak they used. A, a youthful wine, oak. I would say. A youthful young, wine. Young wine. Young wine. Very young wine. Uh, wine number three was a rosé from Spain. So it was a, a rosé of uh, Garnacha, which is their typical rosé uh, that they do there. So uh, I love that one. That that wine is uh, called Arumaco. Drink that one out of a wine skin. And uh, yeah. Yeah, you can do it in a wineskin for sure. And then, uh, oh, this is, I I was really excited about wine number four. Nobody liked it. Um, (laughs) But you were excited. I was excited because uh, it's really quite in vogue right now to be having a white port. Oh my goodness! And tonic, oh. a white port over oh ice my. in Portugal. So, uh, so ninety-eight percent of port is red, but there's this small amount of white port that's made. And uh, so, but it was, it is sweet, and it's got that fortified. It's a little bit boozy smelling. Um, <laughs> but to put, but to, uh, but to have that on ice with a little bit of a, a lime, a white port and tonic with a lime is like a super popular drink. Well, in, leave the uh, bottle then. Right, yeah. right. We'll, 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 we'll do some experimentation. Good. Actually. And then we have a uh, Cabernet Sauvignon was our last wine yeah. uh, from the south of France. And so um, not the recommended wine to have with ice. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> the most mature of the wines that I think. Okay. Um, well, um, Lisa, what do we have here? Well, let's uh, before before we announce who uh, was lucky enough to win those uh, wine tasting tickets to the 
Austin Wine Experience at the AT&T Center on October 1st. Uh, let's remind folks of the telephone number. It's 512-472-5667. Uh, you can also go to koop.org. It's not too late to support Another Bottle Down by becoming a member of your community radio station. Right. We want to hear from you. Um, if, if this hour didn't call you, then hopefully... Any one of our amazing programs on this station uh, will motivate you. If you're not a member already, we would love to hear from you. 512-472-5667. And uh, let's, uh, so if, could we get a drum roll? Is that is that something doable here? In the- <laughs> <laughs> our winner for the uh, wine tasting is Brian Griffiths. All Thank right. you. Right. Who's a new sustainer to the radio station. Thank new sustainer. That's, that, that's good. I like that. That's excellent. That's awesome. Guys. Thank uh, you, Brian. Th- and thank thank you all for listening out there, and thank you everybody here. This was so much fun. Uh, Lisa Sheps offstage and on the air. Uh, Andrew Dickens from the tech team. Uh, Greg Chiotti from the pilot show, and Austin Artist, and uh, Miss Pearl from Pearl's General Store. This was so much fun. Thank great, you. Great thank company. you so much for putting this together. Yeah. This is and, really fun. And we, there will be more pictures on Facebook. Maybe they will make it to the co-op Facebook page as well. Ooh. Hopefully. Yay. And, uh, and you know you've made it. Then. That's right. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Uh, next week we'll be tasting Texas wines, and uh, and keep on supporting this wonderful radio station. Five one two four seven two five six six seven.